B-double-E-double-R-U-N, beer run. B-double-E-double-R-U-N, beer run. All we need is a ten and a fiver, a car and a key and a sober driver. B-double-E-double-R-U-N, beer run. Welcome to the Beer Run, part of the BS and Beer family. The only Saints podcast with a two-drink minimum and takes as bad as hoping the Panthers can do you a favor in Week 18. That's a joke, boy. You missed it. Went right past you. You gotta keep... I say you gotta keep on your toes. Put toes at it. Nope. No, sir. I am the California Cajun. With me, as always, is Dale, Lil Dice, and a special guest, the beer chaser himself, B-Train, is in the house. How are you guys doing today? What is up? Happy to be here tonight. Yeah, yeah man. Good to see you guys. <laughs> Uh, my guy B train coming through. Appreciate yes. it, man. Yes, I look forward to the energy, the chemistry between myself yeah. and Craig, especially if if the topic of Ty J Spears comes up. That'll be good. Electric. Yeah. Well, considering yeah. he's not a saint and this is a Saints podcast, I don't know why I would. <laughs> well, if we start talking about draft picks and guys that might play this weekend and alternatives, I don't know. The sky's the limit. We'll find out. There we go. There we go. This is what we're in for this week on the beer run. So drama. <laughs> we got we got four downs for you. We're gonna be uh, talking about some beer, and we're gonna be talking Saints news and recapping victory over the Bucks. And on third down, we've got a question that we're gonna answer. And on fourth down, we're gonna deep dive into the game versus the Falcons. And get some predictions. So, refs, get out there, spot the ball. Let's get this thing going. First down, Saints. All right, Craig, what you drinking, bro? Well, just just a, a mention about our whole uh, third down, not having a guest thing. We are keeping up our tradition of not allowing Falcons fans anywhere near me at any time. Uh, so we're gonna have them on here. Uh, I is the last week of the season, uh, regular season at least, and I'm in my guesstimation season altogether i don't think you go past farther than this uh so i'm having my my favorite beer in the world i'm having a couple more arrogant bastards leaving in the fridge and i'm gonna crack one open for this show it is strong it is beautiful it is delicious but how does it sound i'm talking about all right you can't beat that you can try to beat it and you're not gonna because it's better than you and i love it (laughs) what about you guys be trying what you got man Ah, man. Well, I'm sorry to disappoint. And I'm going to admit right off the bat, it's not going to be arrogant bastard ale. Um, But (laughs) (laughs) I'm already failing the rules of this show. uh, Is it two drink minimum or two beer minimum? It's called the beer It's only two drink minimum. Sometimes we just do shots before we get on here. Uh Oh, there you go. Pre-game a little bit. Well, I've got a truly that I am going to mix with some uh, Baja Blast. Um, And I'm not even going to attempt to compete, but just... For the record, here's what it sounds like. Ready? Oh, ah, so, yeah, pa- pa- pause, the, pause the goddamn show, Dale. So you're having a Truly, and you're mixing a Truly with a soda. With Baja Blast. Jesus, Mary and Joseph. I'm a gamer. Straight up. Hey, wow. Look, I can't, I can't in because it's January, and we're still talking about the Saints. So there we go. Yeah. There you go. 
I'll wash it down. With my my you can talk to Dale and his pink drinks that he does every fan any fantasy show, and it's still manlier than what, what I just freaking heard right now. <laughs> Unbelievable. This is just counterbalancing wow. the fact that all those years I was living in California, it could just rub it in your face when I was drinking Stone or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I lived yeah, there until yeah, 2020. Not, not so good these days. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I was, I was, right. yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am, I am drinking more Bird Dog uh, whiskey, peppermint flavored. It was delightful, and it's the only thing I really got right now. So, there you go. Cheers. Can, can you simulate the <laughs> cracking noise? Crack it open a whiskey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> sounds way stronger than mine. Mm. Oh, that's a good beer, y'all. Mm. Same. Likewise. Second down. Let's talk about some Saints news. Um, Rashid Shahid selected mm. to the Pro Bowl as a kick returner. So that's, so that's fun. Yeah, it's fun because we get a singular Pro Bowl. You remember when we had like eight guys go every year? You remember that? You remember like our whole offense went? That, that was okay. fun. Don't yeah, remind you know, me. those times. That was, that was some cool stuff. I wish there was a way of knowing that you were in the good times when you were in them. When you're still in them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but hey, we got Shahid and then before him, Hardy. So we've started a little tradition of making sure that we at least get our kick returner in the Pro Bowl every year. It's kind of nice. Hardy was a special mm-hmm. team's ace. He wasn't a kick returner. Get your backs right. You're going to be on the beer run. We're doing this right. Hardy so- was. Go ahead. Oh. Go ahead. I'm, I'm special Googling. teams returner, right? really one kick return. Yeah. Anyways, Damn. rookies and crashing my show real quick. <laughs> so, I mean, let's be real. He didn't deserve to make the Pro Bowl this year as a kick returner. He didn't deserve to make it as a receiver. But of the kick returners, he was the best receiver. So I think he got a little more attention. You know, he, you get a few more eyeballs on you. You catch a few deep balls, and also you're in the kick returner category to get vote for. So it's cool that he's there, but. I hate the Pro Bowl is so stupid. Well, and by the time they actually play it anyway, it's not going to matter because, you know, 75% of those guys will have changed out like three times anyway. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's just when it was in Hawaii and it was after the Super Bowl and they had like, oh, these are the champs and they, you know, the, the guys who were on the Super Bowl team that made the Pro Bowl came out. It was a cool thing. Everybody wanted to go to it, man. I wanted to go to Hawaii for the Pro Bowl. That would have been dope as fuck. But now it's like, we're just, all right, we're gonna we're gonna do flag some, football game now, right? Yeah, it's it's flag and it's a skills competition and it's before it's the silly. Super Bowl, and it's just right. stupid and it's garbage. Look, man, Rashid Shahid is a Pro Bowler, and Colston never got picked. The Pro Bowl has zero meaning to me in any way. Oh my god, <laughs> that's a good. I point. Hope he got some kind of bonus for it though. So be nice for him. Um, Marshawn Lattimore got his deal restructured, and he gone. From yep. from all the stuff from reading, it just makes it possible for the Saints to trade him. So, do you guys see that happening? Yes. Yes, because Dennis Allen hates us. He hates the fans and he hates the team. Yep. And he okay. knows this is his last year with us, and uh, he's going to burn us to the ground. Big brain move right, right there. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's going to make it right. so bad here that no one else wants the job, so they can't fire him. God, and Lamore's so good. Why would you even entertain that? Pay him. I mean, pay him whatever well, it's worth. I mean, all right. So they tried to move on from him a few years back when they tried to move up and get a, a new corner. Is JC Horn is thinking who we were going after. Yeah. So they tried it before and then 
this last you know time he's he's coming off his third year in a row that he's missed significant time with an injury. Oh well, I know they're freak injuries. It's still injuries. It still fucking happened. You know, you, a broken finger and a lacerated kidney aren't related, but they still fucking happen. So I mean, yeah. maybe they're trying to get a little safer at that position. Maybe they're getting some fool's gold that you know oh my God. Isaac Yadam and Adebo beat up on some bad quarterbacks, and they think they can get away with this kind of thing. I don't know, man. If you want a full rebuild, you need to have a corner. And so if you trade him away, you're probably getting a draft pick you're using on a corner. I don't know what we're doing. Hey, with he's Mike Evans' dad, man. And that's kind of nice having that around. <laughs> and by the way, can we point out how messed up it was that the Panthers went and sniped Horn just, just solely for the fact right. that they knew that we wanted him? That was it. That's right. Look, without right. Cam Newton, they're just trying to be relevant. So if they can just make us hate them, you know, that that's all they have. They're not rivals anymore, so they're just trying to be okay. Well, I'll, we'll 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 poke the bear. Like, shut up, you guys don't ain't ain't shit. God, they're punks. <laughs> I hate them. Um, Alvin Kamara has not been practicing uh, after leaving the game with that ankle injury, so it's most likely looking like he will not play this final game. So, but uh, he'll probably get to play in the Super Bowl with the Bills next year. So that's kind of cool. <laughs> Unless, unless Josh Allen stops giving the ball to the other team, they ain't going to the Super Bowl neither. Look, yeah, I, I, I could see Kamara getting traded. Uh, it sucks, but it's less. I, I think the writing on the wall is on the wall for Lattimore. I think he's gone. Uh, I mean, it's possible that Kamara gets moved, but it's not a foregone conclusion to me. You know, there's still there's still reasons to think he's going to be here. You know, his contract is is if they rework it like Lattimore, yeah, dude, gone for sure. But right now, it's it's more expensive to not have Kamara than it is to have him. So, you know, I could see him staying. Uh, it wouldn't shock me if they traded him. It would shock me if we didn't trade Lattimore at this point. I hope, man, I hope they keep AK. He's just, I mean, he's been the heart of this team for a few years now. He's a lot of fun to watch. Uh, and I really don't want to see him going somewhere else. So I hope you're right on that. Well, I always am right. I uh, <laughs> not about the Kendra Miller pool. pick. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Had to get it in there. Had to. This is, what, this is why nobody watches the Patriots. You guys truth. are terrible. No, Kendra might be watching. Truth, dummy. <laughs> no, it clearly doesn't care about the game or he didn't play in it. <laughs> Damn. Sewell placed on IR. That sucks. He gone. And... Yeah, he's on IRO one somebody. game left. Thank you, B-Train. Thank you for your, your fucking insight today. <laughs> Big brain football knowledge right there. We did have somebody come back from IRO. That's right. Peyton Turner activated from IR, and he is going to play. Over, under, three quarters before he gets through. Oh, God. I'm taking the under. And I'll take the he's under gonna, on one gonna, tackle too. He's going to be active for the for the full game. He might not see the field though because this is his first game back off IR, and you know the D line actually played well last week. So why would you be pushing him in if he's not ready? I don't know, bro. I have I've given up on Peyton Turner. I'm already ready to draft defensive end first in the in the draft next year. Yeah, we'll get we'll, we'll draft a big defensive end from the University of North Texas because these guys all got to come from Texas for some reason. Probably oh, trade yeah. up, trade up in the first round to get him and. And then here in three or four years, we'll be having the same conversation. We're going to be picking like 11th or 12th. If we trade up from there, it better be a stud. Yeah, there, you can get a good player from the University of North Texas. 
or Texas Tech or something like that. Yes, instead of graphing from a powerhouse like Tulane. Get out of here. Hey, hey, if we had if we had in the third round of last year, I think we'd be in a little better position right now. The Saints are snake bitten with injuries. If if Tajay Spears came to the Saints, he wouldn't have any ACLs anymore. He didn't have any to begin with. And he's got well, he'd have, he'd have negative ACLs. Wow. He would Impressive. grow a new one and it would pop out the side of his knee and he'd be done for his career. He'd, he'd be taken from other cops. players. <laughs> <Boys in. laughs> uh, well, Peyton Turner better not take away any snaps from uh, Zach Bond. That's all I know. Yeah. Bonds, Zach Bond is a man. Rundowns, right? I mean, if anything, it might get Cam Jordan <laughs> off the field a little bit. Yeah. 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 Probably, but Bond's been good lately. Which means that Saints just won't re-sign him, and uh, he'll go rack up twelve sacks with another team next year. You know what? Yeah, yeah, he's got two sacks this whole year, and everybody's talking about how he's going to be this huge fish to get away. Fuck's sake, guys! Zach Bond is you can't, amazing. You can't play him a whole game at defensive end because he weighs like two hundred pounds. All right, you can't do him. <laughs> you can put him in exactly in the situations they're doing right now, and that's it. Because if you have him on the field for anything else, he's in the dirt. Oh, that's damn, true. I'm tired of arguing about Zach Bond. I like Zach Bond, but he's not a linebacker and he's not a defensive end. So you play him where you can. Right now they can because what else are they going to fucking do? They're terrible. Well, I'm tired of arguing in support of him, but I got to poke the bear somehow. (laughs) Oh, man. Let's recap this game. Open the Bucks. Uh, Saints beat the Bucks 23 13. Yeah, it did. So, B Train, give me your overall thoughts about this game. Man, that was awesome. I were I was watching that game at work with a Bucks fan. I know there's not very many of them, but one of the few that does mm-hmm. exist. Uh, Is he Tom Brady jersey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does have one actually. Worked worked to work that day. Um, but you know, yeah, that was satisfying. I was getting a little frustrated early on, but I think by the second half, uh, you know, I, I felt good. Uh, I gotta wonder that hit that Baker took. Now, look, I'm not advocating bounties or anything like that. But my God, if that dude's playing with broken freaking ribs against the Panthers this weekend, um, they'll only win by 10. Yeah. They might only win by 10, but (laughs) if we had a bounty program, you think the guy that's putting the late head on him is going to be the, you know, 150 pounds soaking wet Tyron Matthew. Come on. There's your Zach bond. That's Zach bond. Go get him. (laughs) Nobody would have suspected that. Hey, to be fair, Honey Badger knocked the shit out of him. That was fucking awesome. Yeah, he did. Bro. Man, that yeah, that was Not, a good game. You know what? Good. Yeah. Good. This this league is getting a little soft, okay? Every once in a while, it's worth 15 yards to deliver a message, all right? But, you know, that was a legal hit, too. That was a, a legal clean hit. hit. She got 15 yards. Yeah. They're big mad about it, but who cares? It was, yeah, it was worth the penalty, but, yeah, if you watch now, it you again. Hear, you hear the Bucks players after talking about how we're the ones doing all these dirty hits. Oh, like, yeah. they ain't been real. taking cheap shots at Lattimore for three years. Shut the fuck up, yeah. fucking Eric fans. Don't, Jesus Christ. Oh, they're dirty as hell. Don't, don't go on their subreddit. career. Don't go on their subreddit. Oh my god, it's rage inducing. I don't know why I do this to myself. Because I'm a troll and I can't help Masochist. it. Just enjoy drinking their tears. But I look, I did was not happy about them beating us earlier in the season. I was not happy about them beating us uh twice last year. That pissed me off. Um, so you know, get I, look, they they're normally our whipping boys. They're not meant to challenge us. They need they belong in the trash. That's where they belong. They're not even I don't even hate them like I hate the Falcons or even other teams. There's non-division teams like the Vikings and the Rams that I hate more than the Bucks. So I just, I don't like when they start 
getting a little too big for their britches. Just go back in the garbage where you belong. The thing about that game that made me the most mad is they didn't even like they just kind of ran out of time because we that that Dennis Allen prevent defense that just falls apart as soon as they start throwing the ball down the field where you have oh, yeah. Pete Warner running 60 yards downfield for some fucking reason. It was, I mean, <laughs> thank God of that uh, booth review of the guy stepping out of bounds because when when we when they looked like they made it an eight point game, I was like, shit. This is going to be the heartbreak. The, our third down question, too. when oh, is the heartbreak yeah. coming? It's coming right now because they're going to come back and they're going to embarrass. Like, the, what were we up by in Tampa last year? It was 16-0 with three minutes left or something like oh that, and God. we ended up losing that game. Well, I am used to just insane heartbreaking bullshit. I, I'm, I was ready for it. I was prepared yeah. for the, our season to end in flames, and uh, they just ran out of time. They ran out of time in ribs. Well, if you ask them, yeah, the Saints didn't win. The Bucks just ran out of time. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, they kind of did at the end. We we dominated for three quarters. Oh, three yeah. quarters. Right. We beat the piss out of them in yes. every phase, and then the fourth quarter. I don't know. We we thought we were up by enough, and we sat back, and it turned out to be accurate. But ah, God, I hate that. I hate. I miss that whole killer instinct where you're up by enough, and you put your foot on their fucking neck, and then you never look back. And we don't have that right now. We get no. super conservative. Like Derek Carr's numbers in the first half were incredible. He was so efficient, so accurate. looked looked great. took some took some not deep shots, but he moved the chains on on some pretty good throws. And second half, they didn't give him any chances to do any of that. It was all so so careful, just playing not to lose, and it ended up working. But I I can't stand it. I can't stand that kind of scared mentality. No, they got to change. We all know they're not going to change much, but going forward, if they at least change the offensive mindset however they do that to get us out of that shit you know look the the patriots game where we beat the tar out of them you know that was this season that doesn't feel like it that feels like it was like five years ago um but if we could do that more often even looking at that game our offense wasn't great (laughs) and our defense was so good that game and they're all their offense was so bad in that game that we kind of out these short fields and kind of just worked out you know yeah but looking back at it you know one of our touchdowns was was the pick six we didn't we didn't open it up our best game was probably against the Giants. We kind of just wire to wire dominated them, oh, followed yeah. by this one where we kind of kind of kicked the shit out of them. But it's uh, it's tough, man. It's 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 so inconsistent and so varying and so weird and wild. You have no idea what's going to happen, which is why I think we're going to lose by thirty this week. <laughs> God, I hope not. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Uh, look, if you think if any of us gets mad about losing to the Buccaneers, it's nothing compared to losing to the Falcons. God, I hate oh. them so much. Yeah. Agreed. Um, yeah. But the Saints, shout out the Bucks until the fourth quarter. Um, so that was big time for the defense. Um, it, it just looked like a different team overall, uh, just watching them play this game. Because, like I said, we, we dominated that game for the first three quarters there. Line play. Is it our line yeah. played better? Both sides of it. the yes. trenches. We owned the trenches, and it changed everything. And you could see yes. the blueprint for what that what the whole Saints team this year was supposed to be. If our line mm-hmm. played the way it did against Tampa all season, we are in a complete. We're resting starters this week because that's all that, that all of the defense is built on. If you have a big push from your D line, if you've got some pass rush, if you can own the trenches like that, you can stop the run. Defense is dominant. Our offense is built up. If you can run the ball, you can work play action, you can get these kind of intermediate short stuff going, you kill. That's yeah. that's what the team was designed to do. And our lines, both sides, have been so bad all year that it's never come to fruition until the 
second to last week of the year. It's insane. It's yes. sad. With, with I, a third string right tackle, no less. Yeah. I mean, I think right. they kind of figured that out. But, man, they, not only did, did we hold them on rushing pretty well, but, like, Baker was running for his life. And sometimes yeah. he was able to make some plays, but they definitely had him nervous and were able to take advantage of that a number of times in the game. You know, everybody makes fun of, like, Kyler Murray and Bryce Young. Was they run around? They look kind of like a toddler that stole the remote. But Baker's well, not far off. He kind of he looks like a kid who ain't who ain't supposed to have a candy bar, and he's <laughs> a candy bar. Well, he keeps going to these terrible teams. Yeah, doesn't help. Yeah, doesn't help. Yeah, the the Saints defense held the uh, the Bucks running game the fifty seven yards, and the Saints ran the ball for one hundred and eight yards. So definitely. Which, Felt like a lot for us, but it still isn't mm-hmm. all that much. But for us, without we yeah. like it felt like a ton. We had forty four, but still control on a scrimmage. Yes, right, right. Um, we also saw interceptions by Jonathan Abram and Alante Taylor. Um, yeah, Taylor. I'm sorry. Well, Taylor, you know, is, is a name you kind of hear of, you know, every week. But Jonathan Abram, like. Wow. Yeah, so, so the Abram moment, was, it was a tipped ball. He got the start over Howden at, at safety, mm-hmm. which worked mm-hmm. out really well. You know, he's he's a really aggressive, you know, kind of closer to the line of scrimmage, knock people's faces off kind of safety. That I, I love that. I, he, he had a great game, and I don't know why you'd not start him this week, especially against a running team. But, yeah, his pick was on a tip. Alante Taylor, the ball was underthrown because he got beat again because that's, that's his job is to play in the slot and get beat. So, I mean – they're, they're fortuitous interceptions. I mean, and the, the the fumbles are all just like the Buccaneers gave us that game until the fourth quarter. And I'm a man enough to realize it. What about that, that deep ball where he scorches Yadam? He catches the ball 60 yards downfield, straight onto the end zone, falls down and fumbles it. Like, yeah. we, we caught our breaks, man. For all the games this year that everything's gone uh, against us, we caught some breaks this week, and I'll take it. And, you know, in the rushing game, too, for us, actually um, – I'm looking at the stats right now, and I don't even remember it being this. I remember that Williams got the ball a lot, but he was uh, he had almost twice as many carries as AK. Um, well, it helped that, that Camara left with that uh, with that ankle. Yeah, well, second quarter. Yeah, the first half he only played for a town. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but yeah, I mean Williams, we we've needed him to do more this year, and I don't necessarily know if it's on him or on just the the play calling, but. Um, I definitely expected a lot more of him. So it was nice for him to be able to come in relief and be effective and uh, Taysom Hill. They didn't really use him, you know, in the run game. Uh, they they really get him as, in as a receiver. Taysom. Yeah, he's, he's really been opening up as a receiver lately. The thing about Jamal Williams that blows me away is I like him. I like him as a dude. And I think he, I mean, he, his contract works out. That he's going to be here next year. Uh, yeah. And I think a lot of his struggles have been more O-line related than him related. He was going to go from leading the league in touchdowns to not having any the consecutive the following season. Wow, he's he got the bag though. Last week, like this is the last chance for it, and he's not. It's not going to happen. So he's going to end up going from leading the league in touchdowns to zero the following year. It's nuts. Yeah, it's a shame. And I think Lions fans were upset to see him go too, but I'm pretty sure they don't even remember his name at this point. Yeah, I, I live with one that she doesn't. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of, kind of remember some guy saying that you know when when we signed him, like he wasn't special, and 
then some other guy was like, oh, well, he he scored the most touchdowns last year. You know, Hard to ignore that's, that. That's true. Dale's trying to take a victory lap for being negative in, in uh, September. <laughs> just I see you. Some I of the things you, I remember, Craig. Just, just some of the things I Look, remember. I haven't been impressed with all the running backs on this team either. I don't feel like I need to mention yeah. names at this point, but I think y'all know who I'm talking about. Camaro's great, though. Taysom Hill's great. Williams is okay. Other than that, steep drop off. Steep. I see you shaking your head. I'm in my relax mode, all right? I can't, I'm not going to get dragged into this petty garbage with a Tulane fan. Tulane in Colorado. What, what are you doing oh. right now? Good. I don't know what you're talking Oh, I guess Ty J. Spears did go to Tulane. Yeah, forgot about that. That's weird. LSU oh. fired 80% of their defensive coaches after going 10 wins. Well, I, I want to see what happens when Tulane gets 10 wins. They're building a statue they got, on that staff. They had 10 wins. They had 11 wins this year. They had 12 wins last year. Oh, wow. Year. And on. everyone jumped ship for a better offers. <laughs> no, they're bringing some good dudes in. Come on, man. They just really? got to order. Hey, this yeah, is, they, Houston? This oh, is no, this. they got left for Houston. Yeah, it's, it's tough. This is it's the cool. Saints podcast. Mm, that's what I thought it was. <laughs> man, rip it, rip it too late up, man. Come on. <laughs> too late due to you, dude. Yeah, come on. Roll weight. That's that is New Orleans Division One team. Yeah. <laughs> we were talking about Titans running backs on a goddamn Saints got podcast. <laughs> Let, let's talk about the Saints offense. Well, the passing game and the big thing for the passing game was Jawan Johnson. Yeah. Um, he led the team with 12 targets, catching eight of them for 90 yards and a touchdown. Where the hell has this been all year? That somersault catch on third and long was was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was after he left the game injured, came back in and then made that play. He's, he's a badass. Yeah. But this is the guy we were expecting all year. We, yeah. we, you know, we talked yeah. about um, how Carr has uh, had these good connections with tight ends about how he kind of made Darren Waller into a stud, and then Darren Waller went somewhere else and hasn't been shit since. So, I mean, he's got that that seam route, that tight end hitter, that all that shit that we were ready for Jawan Johnson to blow up. And, you know, the last mm-hmm. couple of weeks, the first time we've seen it. I mean, yeah, it, it's it's good to see. But, look, where the where was Jimmy Graham did I, uh, during this game? I mean – Maybe we didn't need him, but but I'll tell I mean, you we're what. Scoring points, I, I I question personnel decisions when we're not scoring points. Frankly, yeah, no, good point. But I'll tell you what, though, this is final game of the season against the Falcons, and it's at home. And you know, you got to figure very, very possibly, uh, Jimmy Graham's last game. They got to get him Certainly in the end zone so. just one last time. He needs he needs twenty five nice. targets all in the end zone, and if he doesn't dunk on that fucker, I riot. Yeah, dude, look, I'll be his fine. <laughs> I'll pay his fine. Maybe, right. well, maybe not all of it. Maybe, maybe I'll start a GoFundMe. You got uh, that B train money rolling in here. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing okay, but not not good enough to pay. Uh, you know, I like how these yeah, minor infractions, fine. minor infractions on yeah. the field. The, the fine is like you know a lot of people's you know entire year's salary. Yes. No, you got these vicious hits where the guy's money. head almost comes off, and it's like, hey, we'll charge you seventy five bucks. And then somebody steps out of bounds in the wrong direction. Like, oh, that's one hundred and twenty thousand. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> the NFL is so stupid with these fines. I'm not even getting into it. I can't. I'm I'm in my well, relaxed phase. That's right. I'm not. I'm not getting riled Speaking up. Speaking of today. fines, did, did you hear that Tepper got fined three hundred k for uh, throwing a drink on a fan? Just, is he a billionaire with a B? Yeah. Yeah, I don't care. 
Yeah. No, thank I, I mean, was, you know, it's so nice. <laughs> thank God that dude bought the Panthers because Jerry Richardson actually at least, you know, tried to make the Panthers relevant and good. Um Tepper just sucks, man. I, we are right. very fortunate because uh he's like a Kmart version of Jerry Jones, right? And they're not gonna be relevant again for a very long time. Nobody's gonna want to coach there, no one's gonna play there. And of course, he's probably too much of a narcissist to admit that he sucks and um, he'll be the next Dan Snyder. There you go. Maybe not pimping for, out cheerleaders. For younger uh, listeners, Kmart used to be a chain of stores, <laughs> kind of like a like a cheap Target. <laughs> uh, they went out of business several years ago. Uh, but B Train is older than dirt and remembers all this stuff. Yeah, still look good though. Mm. <laughs> I got the beer goggles. I couldn't. I couldn't argue with you. <laughs> I've got the Truly. Hey, Truly is better than White Claw, though, right? Sure. If you're mixing a white claw with soda, then yeah, same same ballpark. Yeah, but it's not just any soda. It's Mountain Dew Baja Blast. I didn't even know you could get that outside of Del Taco or Taco Bell or whatever the fuck it was. It's, like uh, I had to go into the place ooh, to get it. Del Taco, good California reference. Well, thank you. Thank it's you. the it's the 20th Baja anniversary this year. I swear, I am not sponsored by Taco Bell. I don't think the show is either. Just Purple Valley, but uh, I'm I'm listening. That's right. That's right. I'm listening. If Taco Bell wants to put an ad on here. Yeah, we open to it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm. 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 I'm sure they're gonna call any minute now. When it would that B train sponsorship. It would pair very well with a uh, Purple Valley, I think. Yes. You know what? Yeah, yes, it would. That, that's fair. That would probably be <laughs> some great cross synergy right there. <laughs> I I agree with this. I can't believe I he didn't just this. run the ad right there. I'm so happy. I'm so you happy know, he didn't like, just roll the Purple Valley right there. I have like a million different drops. Sometimes it takes me a while to find BS and Beer Media is sponsored by Purple Valley Farms Marijuana. We got that good. Good. Tempt fate. My spy's not as good as it used hey. to be. You know. <laughs> Taco Bell, that could be you. You could be paired with that ad right there. Right there. Right there, you know. <laughs> We're talking now. Now, now, all I've got in my, stuck in my head is the so, the chicken soft tacos from Del Taco. That's that's where my head's mm. at right now. I'm, I'm gonna have trouble focusing on anything else for a while. What was they got a good hamburger there too? Go ahead. The, Go ahead the double Del. Yes, it's, the double Del. I, I talk about this all the time that it's one of the best drive-through burgers, dude. We could do a whole show about drive-through. I, I'm, no, I'm, dude. I unironically agree, man. People. Flame me for that for getting burgers at Del Taco. My, my so favorite drive-through fries are the Del Taco crinkle cut fries. Oh, good choice. They need to bring that to everywhere else in America. They need that everywhere else. Yeah, In and Out can wait. It's it's making its way slowly, but yeah. Del Taco needs to jump out there. Yeah, you can keep In and Out. Like I don't want that. Oh, I will oh, throw hands, it's, brother. No, oh, it's good. Oh, I will throw In and Out's great. Out bomb, dude. Yeah, In and Out is great. If you're not getting a, a three by three animal style and some animal style fries on top of that, if you're not oh. doing that right, then you can't tell me that it's not good because you're not doing it right. Yeah, Dale, look, well, you're, got, right, you're right on I a got lot a of hamburger things. and I got the regular fries and, and and it's you know and I and I got a, and I got a coke. No, you get you get the black and white shake, you get the animal style burger, triple patty at least, and you get the animal style fries. Hey. I'm not gonna hear anything else. All right, I'm not gonna hear some some nonsense about someone who's not doing it right. This is pro gamer advice right here coming to you from an expert. 
So for anyone listening that has access to in and out, there you go. They don't have that on the menu. You got, you just got to know that. Your menu stuff. I was an offensive lineman in California. I've been to in and out more than a couple of times, Dale, and I will <laughs> fight you on this one. <laughs> you keep in and out. <laughs> Third down for what? Let's talk seriously here because it's the final week. We may go to playoffs. We may not go to playoffs. We will not. It's no longer really in our hands, and I hate that feeling. So the question for today, how will they break our hearts this season? Now, this, this question comes from Saints Report, Saints Man 209 posted this and i really feel this in my soul <laughs> god um yeah you know I, uh, I, I there is a lot of good posts on that thread and i felt like i had thought of all the various ways that uh we could have our hearts ripped out like you know happens to has happened to us many seasons in the past and some people have come up with some uh creative ways to do it. i think the conventional wisdom suggests that uh you know we'll be um, that we will beat Atlanta only for Carolina to, of course, blow it against Tampa Bay. Um, but, you know, it's not necessarily that Tampa will beat Carolina because everyone expects that. But it has to be Carolina's up 21 nothing at the half or something. And people are starting to think, wow, this might just happen. For- like the Rams and Niners game. Yep. God. Yep. Fucking Rams. Can't count on them to do anything. And I'll tell Never. you what. Um, you, you cannot count on the Panthers to do our job for us. Can't do it. They, they won't. It's not going to happen. No, no, they won't. No. <laughs> so, th- so for me, this question is kind of loaded because I don't think that we're – the Saints aren't going to break our hearts in Week 18. I think uh, I think we're probably going to – I all right, I've been saying, oh, we're going to get blown out. We're going to – shut up. I said that last week too. We're going to handle them. Atlanta's ready to go on their vacations. They got their golf bags packed. I think there's a real chance that Carolina beats the the Bucks. The Bucks have a lot of injuries right now, including their quarterback. Can't throw the ball. So, they're, they're, I mean, all these things are potentially possible. They won't. I think us and the Bucks both win, and we end our season on a winning four out of five clip. So, break our hearts? Yeah. I mean, what they really did was they they dragged us through the the losing to crappy teams, losing to a Minnesota without their quarterback, losing to the Rams, you know, yeah. losing to, to shit we shouldn't have lost to. That was really the breaking of hearts because we're we're kind of handling the business towards towards the back end. Where you want to get good, we got good towards the end. We just didn't make up enough ground before then. So, that's how they're going to break our hearts. They're going to break our hearts by Kamara not playing the last game and Lattimore leaving the team and Michael Thomas wasn't utilized properly and then got hurt and Derek Carr didn't live up to some people's expectations. And, you know, we argued about which coach we needed to fire. So, I mean, our hearts were broken slowly on the torture rack of this season, but it's not going to be a moment. Sometimes it's a moment. Sometimes it's a tight end pushing off in the end zone. Sometimes it's a no call. Sometimes it's a meaningless miracle to a team that gets blown out the following week. There's a lot of things that that have ripped our hearts out of our chests, and I don't think we're going to have one of those moments this year. It's kind of just going to be disappointing. Hmm. More so because I think we're going to win. We're going to beat the Falcons, even if it's close. We're going to beat them. We're going to win four out of our last five, and it's not going to matter. And that sucks. But there's still the wild card. There's still more creative ways 
that we can be disappointed. You know, <laughs> so that we have, we can wait another another three or four <laughs> hours to be disappointed. Yeah, you need Green Bay and Seattle to both lose, and that's yeah, assuming that we then win. And that's just that's a lot of ifs, man. I mm. at least it's, it keeps this, us watching. This doesn't happen until like, like three thirty, right? Yeah. At least one of those. Our game will be over by three, so we're only waiting another three hours. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I think that's where disappointment comes from. Uh, I could see the Cardinals maybe being up, and then at the end they lose to Seattle, and all our hopes and dreams, you know. You see what I'm saying, though. But that's that's disappointing. But that's not the Saints breaking our hearts. You know, they did what they had to do down the stretch. True. Yeah, they -hmm. had to go into Tampa and they had to win. They had to, to hold but, serve in, at home against the Falcons. They did that. You know, the only game in the last five, assuming we beat the Falcons, the only game in the last five that we lost was a short week with a banged up roster against the Rams. I mean, that's yeah. kind of what you, you expect to lose, frankly. So, like, we, we took care of business towards the end, and it's not going to be enough. It's not going to be heartbreaking. Well, it's going to be depressing. Depressing, yes. I, I mean, look, I can more likely than Carolina beating Tampa Bay, I can see. Arizona beating Seattle, um, especially against in Arizona. I could see Chicago beating Green Bay. Those things are possible. I just the, – the amount of things that has to happen is not likely. So I think we're all just kind of expecting it. But, you know, up until recently, you know, the Saints having a winning season, you know, wasn't always the standard. So to me, at, at the very least – and I'm not trying to be too optimistic here. Um, I've been too negative this show, though, so maybe this will help counterbalance it. Uh, you know, it, ending the season with a winning record – is at least nice. I mean, it doesn't mean anything if you don't go to the playoffs, but it just shows like, Hey, there's some improvement. And since we know they're not firing Dennis Allen, they're not moving on from car, you know, at least, you know, I don't think momentum really carries over between seasons, but it at least shows yeah. this is a place where, you know, you can win, you can show a little bit of improvement and, you know, maybe we get that much better next year. Who knows? That was the, the the word right there because I felt like, you know, the past few few years we've been using momentum um, to say, you know, hey, you know, we we just had you know a little bit more time or something like that because we we had this momentum and we were gonna uh, gonna bring this into the next season and expect to build off of it and I don't think that's what that's what happens with with this team and. I don't want us to to get confused or um, or tricked into thinking we've got some momentum and we're building something. The offense is going to look better um, because we we got we got serious problems. So I I, I figured I, it out. I, I don't want to think I, that. Yeah, I figured out just now how the heartbreak could really be be the most painful. Which is completely possible. Now that I now that I know what the possibility is, I kind of feel like what's going to happen. Carolina is going to beat Tampa. Seattle's going to lose. Green Bay is going to lose. Everyone we needed to lose is going to lose, and we're going to shit the bed and lose. Oh, there you go. That, <laughs> that would be the most painful thing I could imagine to end this season. Yeah. That would suck, and that'd be the most Saints way yeah. of doing it too. That would be the saintiest way to fuck this up. But, you, you, you know, another thing I was thinking, too, is that, like, we have a tradition of, I guess, uh, shit in the bed like that. Okay. But but so do the Bucks, right? I mean, it's not like the Bucks are world beaters. I mean, they, they have a, a tradition of doing embarrassing, dumb stuff, too. So we might get lucky, and the, and the Bucks might out-saint us. 
You never know. They're going to go for it here on fourth down. We're going to pick this game. We've got the Saints versus the Falcons. The winner of this game gets into the playoffs with the Bucks loss. Uh, the Saints can also get into the playoffs with the win and losses by Green Bay and Seattle. So Atlanta still gets in if they win and the Bucks lose. It, yeah. Fuck. They, mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they're still in it. Yeah. So um I thought this week against the Bucks was like the best coaching job that we've seen so far this year. Um, DA kind of talked about everybody wants job. to win, you know, and everybody is willing to work to win. Um, but there's a, there's a certain level of commitment that it takes to really win at a high level in our league. And, and I, I just think, um, you know, we had to, we had to put a little bit more, a little bit more into it, a little bit more into the preparation, a little bit more focus into it. Um, and, and you know, because if you want to be a, a playoff team or a ch- championship caliber team, uh, it takes a little bit extra. Um, and, and I just challenged our guys to, um, to give that little bit of extra. Um, I thought our guys uh, responded the right way last week. We'll see how they respond this week, but um, – I feel good about the way they've they've prepared. So what's the likelihood of DA having two great coaching weeks back to back? Guys, let's be real, man. We outcoached the Bucks because we had an extra four days to prepare. Yeah. Well we, this team is reliant on out scheming you. And they we had an extra four days because we played on Thursday. That's that's why we outcoached them. Our coaches are not better than the Buccaneers coaches. Our players might might be coin flip. I don't know. But we outcoached them because we had more time. We don't have more time this time. You know, that quote, um, like, why, why hasn't DA been doing that all season? Talks about the dedication and everything <laughs> that goes into winning. Like, where was that for eight of, you know, the last 16 games? <laughs> Keep chopping well, wood. Why haven't they beat Train? Answer the damn question. Yeah. Because he's a crap coach. Because he's not a good head coach. He'll, it, you know, Saints will get embarrassed on TV and then he'll just come out and say, yeah, I've just got to keep chopping wood. I like what gotta, I see out there. Got to play better. Um, <laughs> I, I think we need to play better. I think the guys know they need to play better. I think we need to perform better. I think we need to prepare better. You know, that's on the coaches, but it's on the players. I think I think they got to play better. Yeah, we know. You, they yeah. got to be better. I get it. Thank you. <laughs> I swear he gives the most boring press conferences ever. And he does it slowly. You notice yeah. that? That he, he'll yeah. speak super fucking slowly to say nothing. Yeah. Ugh. Maybe he does that in well, I think, uh, uh, you know, uh, I think we just got to, we, we got to prepare, um, you know, it's like, shut up, shut up. You could have told yeah. me three times already what you wanted to fucking say. You're not saying anything. Just get it out there. Just spit the fuck out. Yeah. God. <laughs> Peyton would get fiery sometimes at least. But, yeah, Dennis Allen's just like, yeah. yep, we got to score more points than the other guys. He's the embodiment of my yeah. – uh, the, he's the embodiment of my relaxed segment. Yeah. <laughs> it's inspirational, actually. I wish I could be like him after the Saints lose. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm usually too busy drunk and fighting with my wife. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, man. So, for sure, it, it looks like, um, well, it's starting to look like AK not going to play. Um, yeah. But we're going to have Cam Irving in at right tackle. Um, and so far, when he's been called upon, he's been looking pretty okay. Pretty okay. Um, so, yeah. I don't notice them out yeah. there as offensive linemen. When I don't notice you, you're doing a good job. That's that's how that's how that's how offensive line play goes, correct? You, you know it. <laughs> Most Sad. underappreciated yeah. people in the world. That's how it is, know. sadly. But I mean, look, we got to start getting used to life without Ram, sadly, because he has terminal bonitis or whatever Ty J Spears has. So probably not going to be around oh. much longer. Mm. Yeah, it sucks, uh, you know, and he he struggled a little bit early in the year and he kind of worked himself back in and he was he was playing at a high level again, maybe not at his his all pro, you know, years level, but he was certainly playing well enough to win games. And it just sucks. You know, it, it's Michael Thomas all yeah. over again. It's it's having a an elite talent that just can't put it on the field. And it sucks. It's a bummer. I mean, I that's mean, all it is. Bummer. He, he's been so good in the past and, you know, he's still relatively young. Um, so it, it is a shame because I kind of viewed him as being like one of those guys that was just going to anchor the line for, you know, many years to come. So yeah, if, if it's true, all these reports that, you know, his career could be potentially over or at least not, not looking very bright going forward. I mean, that really sucks. And seeing the hole that we have at left tackle as well. I mean, good God, man. Not nah, my, my boy Penning's going to lock that down next year. I hope you're right. <laughs> Hope you're right. Hold on, I've I've got a, I've got a drop for that too. I've, I've got to find it first though. I've got a drop for that one. No, let's just move on. Where are you, drop? Control F. Penning. Type in penning. He, he's real. He's trying to find his bust alert so he can piss me off one more time. Bust alert. Bust. Hey, keep that one ready because I feel like we're going to need it again in a minute. Yes. Um, because well, how, how Jamal Williams is our only running back this week? Nah, Jamal. Well, maybe actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. It's not about him. Though. I'll be right. Will Kendra Miller play? Because I heard earlier in the week Kendra Miller was saying, "Hey, it was up to me. I'm playing." And then the last thing I read was like he was sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fast alert. Yep. There it is. <laughs> there it is. I mean, I, I you can't make this stuff up, Craig. Facts don't lie. Stats don't lie, Craig. But I I hope. I mean, honestly, I hope we see him. I feel like we need him, but I'm not expecting it. He got the sniffles no, yeah. or something. Why would you expect it at this point? I mean, he's he he's been he's been active for what five games this year. And yeah. one of them was Green Bay, where he had a couple of touches and everything else. He's been kind of an afterthought. I, I'm not yeah. ready to call a guy a bust after a year because that's ridiculous and stupid. But man, I was hoping for more out of him this year. It's only ridiculous and stupid if it's uh, for a player that you don't want to call a bust. I want to call him a bust, so I think it's a completely legitimate. It's football just, it's just nuts, man. You, you draft <laughs> a guy, and the Aaron Rodgers didn't play his first year. There was he a bust because his first year didn't didn't play out like. It, that's yeah. just that's an unreasonable standard to hold yeah. somebody to. They don't perform and, as a rookie. Then they're garbage. Cam Jordan had one sack as a rookie. Was he a bust? Rodgers was a Jets bust too. 
So he actually was a bust in for both of the, the first year of both teams he's played for. Mm. Y'all, y'all see mm. what I have to work with on this show. <laughs> you, see, you see what I have to deal with. The level of football, you know, prognostication and expertise <laughs> unparalleled here on the Beer Run podcast. For anyone out there who wants to send me a beer to keep doing this bullcrap, please. <laughs> what do you guys expect to see from the Saints offense versus the Falcons when you uh, look at what happened to the defense last week? Uh, the Bears kind of tore them up, put 37 points up. Uh, Justin Fields threw for 268 yards and a touchdown. Uh, he ran for another 45 yards. Wait, wait, wait. The running back, Justin Fields, threw for how many? That's okay. All right. Exactly. Two, 268 nice. and a touchdown. <laughs> Could that right. be Carr? Probably not. Look, I, I if, if if you don't, if I may, uh, I expect the O line to regress heavily with all the backups okay. playing, and I don't expect us to be able to, to replicate that kind of a performance with less time to prepare. Uh, so I think we struggle offensively. the re- The question of this game is if we can stop their running game. Is if we can stop their run, then they'll struggle offensively too, and we're a better roster. So eventually, we win by attrition. But if they can run the ball and we're dealing with our O-line problems, that, that's that's bad. It's bad news. We're going to win. We're going to score 28 points, which for this Saints offense, that's like the equivalent to us. You know, That's scoring. a 40-point game with Breeze. Yeah, and people yeah. are going to be going crazy. And at the very end of the game, uh, Jimmy Graham's going to catch a touchdown from Derek Carr, and he's going to slam it on the uprights. And it's not going to matter because the game's over. And then they're going to take a 15-minute pause and go ahead and just immediately – induct Jimmy Graham into the Saints Ring of Honor and NFL Hall of Fame right there on the field. And then they'll pan to the scoreboard and show that Tampa Bay is beating Carolina 63 to nothing. Hell yeah. I love I love this. I was a happier person before the podcast on all of <laughs> But you got your beer. You might want to crack open another one. I'm run I brought two and I'm running look at this. This is what I got left. People are the worst. I'm I'm helping you to meet the two drink minimum. I had one before we recorded. I'm I'm good. Oh yeah. <laughs> I had a two drink minimum. The Falcons a, truly in a Mountain Dew. Sounds yeah. <laughs> the Falcons are number eight in the NFL, running the ball at about one hundred and thirty yards per game. So, for sure, we don't want them to run the ball. That's what they want to do. Um, last week. Taylor Heineke, their starting quarterback, um, he went 7 of 20 when he was kept clean in the pocket. He went 7 of 20. That was absolutely terrible. With a clean pocket? Yeah. (laughs) I don't think there's any kind of way he's going to start the game. So I'm pretty sure they're going to start Ritter at quarterback. Um, Makes no difference. It doesn't matter. If they they can run the ball, then – Whoever's at quarterback doesn't matter. They better but, run the ball. They drafted, a, they drafted a running back, what, number four overall? That's crazy. He's good, that, but come that on. One, that was the fourth? Was that high? I don't know. It was, it was high up there. Look, I'm one. They have weapons. Drake, Drake London is overrated because he overrated. was overrated you. And, yeah. And Thank you. And University Kyle of Spoiled Pitt's overrated. And B. John Robinson's a stud, but they don't use him, right? So, like, they have weapons. The problem is their O-line, their coaching, and their quarterback. Oh, he's number eight. all important pieces. For the first time ever, I was wrong. He was number eight overall. Oh, see, I said seven. I was wrong, too. Okay, I'm, I'm there with you. I'm just closer to being right because I'm better than you. 
That's true. That's actually very true. But we both agree that it's totally insane to draft a running back in this day and age. This isn't, you know, the 60s, man. Come on. You're not drafting a running back because you could get an undrafted guy that's going to perform, you know, maybe not quite as well, but the, the difference is negligible. I mean, yeah, you can get a guy from TCU and he'll play two games or you could skip over a guy from Tulane and you'll hear yeah. about it all fucking off season. So, you that, know, yeah, and that's been my are, goal. That's been my goal. For a real, a real mixed bag get, right there. I want people to get so sick of it that they'll just be like, ah, I wish they just drafted that guy. No yeah, comments. Exactly. Yeah. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, for me, you stop the run, you win that game. Uh, maybe going away. Yes. Maybe, maybe it's not close if you can stop their run, which – if you score early, can't run the ball as much late in the game. You know, it, there's a lot of pieces to it. There you go. Uh, you know, I don't really expect us to score early like we did this last week. I think having the extra time and having the better game plan, that was the first opening drive touchdown oh the God. Saints had all season. All year. And you have Crazy. to think that's year, because man. they had extra time to prepare and plan for it. Like, there's there's a correlation. You had extra time to pre- I mean, plan for it. And you came out sharp. I mean, we, we, we came off of a bye week before, you know. Yeah, so. but that, the team yeah, we were I mean, playing was also coming off a bye. Wasn't Atlanta? Like, yeah, I think both... they had a bye as well. So, yeah, that was I mean, BS. They, we didn't have any extra time. Yeah. But you got to eventually like, – you, you got to think, eventually you're going to accidentally score on an opening drive, which is maybe what happened here. That's what happened. Know. We accidentally <laughs> – there, there was a car throw across the middle that should have been picked, and uh, it wasn't. Oh, so Yeah. <laughs> Bro, we're due for two in a row. How about that? That'd be nice. <laughs> Take it. Take it. Now, the, the problem that kind of compounds the uh, the Falcons being number eight in the NFL and running the ball is since week 12, uh, Saints have allowed the fifth most rushing yards per game hmm. and the sixth most missed tackles per attempt. So... It's not good. That's a problem. Well, it's that's tricky though because it's inconsistent. Because you had games okay. like, you had like the first Falcons game. You had games like uh, the Rams game where we're terrible against the run, can't stop a nosebleed. And you have games like the Giants with Saquon Barkley, who is an elite running back, and then Tampa, who has been running the ball decently all year, but worse lately, and you completely shut them out, and they can't run the ball for nothing. So. The team, like everything else, it is so inconsistent that you can't plan for it. Are we a bad run defense? We were for a lot of the year, but we were really fucking good at it a couple of times. So you don't really know what you're getting. That's the whole question. I I am have no idea what's going to happen until maybe second quarter on Sunday. And then I'll have an idea what kind of game we're playing because none of it makes sense. Well, and that the last game we played against the Panthers, they had 200 yards rushing. They had 200 yards rushing, but like garbage time rushing yeah. because they were down and out and they were just running anyway. Like, so yeah. that's going to skew your stats right there. Yeah. So I, I don't think they match up as badly as, you know, maybe one would, would think just from looking at the stats, but yeah, I, I do think they're going to, they're going to show. I mean, they, they just got to shut down the run right away. If they can, if they can score, like, like Craig was saying, then, you know, you get up 10 or 14 first half, completely different game. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's pick this game. We have Atlanta coming to New Orleans. And Atlanta has won three of the last four games versus the Saints. Really? And Gross. Yes. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And this week... The Saints are a three-point favorite, so B-Train, who you got? I got the Saints 
28 to 17. I think we're going to finish strong. All right. Why did I think he was going to say 28 to three that we were going to beat him 28? Because I, there's no way. I just saw them shut out the the Bucks as well as they did, and they still ended up right giving up points at the end. So I <laughs> I thought about that, and that'd be great, but there's no way this defense is holding a team to three points right now. I'm not sure they're going to hold anybody to 17. <laughs> we'll see. Okay. What's your prediction, Greg? All right. So uh, 100 to nothing Falcons. Um, oh, no. Um, no, fuck, fuck <laughs> these guys. Fuck these still making Katrina jokes and memes, bullshit pieces of fucking asshole, bandwagon pieces. Of, fuck them. I am garbage. No, 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 no. Hell no. So I think it's ugly. I don't think we block as well. I don't think we play as well. We went 24 to 20 and we let everybody else let us down because we're going to handle some business. 24 to 20 and we're up 24 10 at one point. And it gets close late. As is tradition. As is tradition. Okay. All right. Um, I like to score 26 20 Saints. Um, I think I think we come out hot, put up some points, and yeah, later on we start giving up a few points that make it closer than it needs to be. So that's my prediction. And of course. I also predict that we would not make it to the playoffs because the things that we want to happen won't happen and we're going to be heartbroken about it. There we go. <laughs> yeah, sounds about right. That's right. So, all right, y'all. We got anything else on your mind before we wrap this thing up, man? man Look, we'll man. Last show of the regular season, man. I've had such a good time with you guys and being able to talk to y'all about something that we love so much. And we want, I'm thankful for every single person that clicks on us by accident when you're looking for a better show. Thank you all so much for being with us through all this bullshit. I am appreciative. Dale's appreciative. B Drain's an asshole, so he's probably not. That's right. But man, <laughs> this has been fun. We're going to have some off season stuff to talk about next week. Uh, maybe we take a week off because we're too hungover from our depression. We'll see how that goes. You know, it's a grab bag. We, we're we're going to play it on the fly. We're going to be fluid. We're going to be juicy, loosey-goosey with the baby. So for myself, for the California Cajun, for Lil Dice, for B-Train, for the entire BS and Beer family, including Dave's Lighthouse Truck and the Godfather Tomas, uh, th- this has been the beer run for the 2023 season. Have a beer. It's on me. Who that? Who that? <laughs> Remember to follow us on social media at BSN Beer Media. Also, smash the like button on YouTube and share with friends. I'm a good man.